Welcome to the Magical Tea Talks and Coffee Too. I'm your host, Cindy Hernandez. I'm a licensed massage therapist, NLP practitioner, and an immigrant identity coach, working through massage mindset and magic. Hi, my name is Valerie McLaughlin, intuitive heart healer, energy artist, and spiritual guide. I help you connect to your heart center so you can live a life full of love, guided by your spirit and intuition. Each week, we will have these wonderful chats about what is going on around us, how we are connecting spiritually, what emotions or feelings are coming up, and what is energetically going on around us in this world and in the universe. Please join us for our Magical Tea Talks and help you navigate through what's going on in the world and the universe too. All right, Baha, how are you feeling today? I'm doing actually pretty good today. I slept really well, which is amazing considering it's the full moon. <laughs> Full moon usually keeps me awake, but actually I've been sleeping very well. So happy full moon, everybody. How are um, you today? I'm all right. I actually did not sleep very well yesterday. Like I was like in a very light dream state. It was really weird. But um, I got a lot of messages and <laughs> a lot of things like um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of messages from, I don't know, aliens maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Aliens, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've been getting those messages for years. So welcome to the club. Things <laughs> um, from yeah, out so of this universe, you know, it's so expansive, and I feel like that's that is where we are, like right now. Like we're in this this time period of expansion, and it's an expansion of self finding our true identity and releasing any falsehoods we have about what our true identity is or should be. Yeah, this is like one of my favorite topics. It like lights me up when I talk about like the identity because um, we're in that full moon and this is what it's all about. It's about finding your true identity and not, so we often carry other people's identity. We, we take on things that are not empowering and we make those our identity and it's just it's interesting because the identity is like truly the foundation to everything that you want to create in life and if your identity is not something that is empowering you then nothing will ever stick and it's it's what it's one of those things that is flexible it, it changes all the time. As we evolve, we have to change our identity and find something that's truer to ourselves as, as we start learning, as we start um, ascending. Yeah, it's interesting because some people are like, all I have is my identity. But do you really actually know what your identity is? Are you taking on an identity that you perceived to be yours based on other people, based on other experiences, based on things that you saw. And it's like, you know, you, we develop our identity of what we think it should be or our true identity, depending on how you look at it, right? From a lot from our ancestors and what has been brought down. And so if you can even look back at your ancestors and sometimes maybe you can't look at yourself or your own experiences. And sometimes you may have to like look outside of yourself and you can maybe see like patterns and you like have this friend and you're like, oh my God, like 
I remember I, the other day I was talking to a friend of mine and he said, he said something like, oh, they just have like the Catholic guilt. And, you know, this is, this is something that I've, I heard over and over and over time. Like, you know, we are made to feel guilty about simple things in life. Like you don't go to church, you're made to feel guilty. So then that guilt like perpetuates and that becomes part of your identity. The things that you don't say yes to or maybe don't do, you feel guilty about. And that could be from, and you may not see it within yourself, but you may see it within somebody else. But then that's also that time to reflect on yourself. But we do develop our identity and pieces of our identity through our experience, but, but through our family, our ancestors that are passed down and passed down. And if you ever like dig back into your ancestors, and I'm not talking like going into like what, I do or what you do and like bring people into that meditation state. But if you actually like studied your ancestors and where they came from, you could, you would definitely see patterns that show up in your life. Yeah. And the thing with the identity too, it is those things. It like keeps you in a pattern. It keeps you in this infinity loop and it keeps you redoing things until you start healing it and start like shifting it. Because what worked for us a long time ago, and yes, maybe a lot of these, um, this identity that our parents carried, that our grandparents carried, maybe it worked for them for a little bit, but we, we evolved so much. So it's like, we're carrying all of that with us and it's no longer serving us. So it's like, we have to constantly shift it. it it's one of those things that shifts with the universe, you know, it shifts with everything that, that that shifts like the world shifts we shift and it's about not being attached to it too and we because we feel like we're taking something away when we change our identity and that that's it's funny because when i think about this i think about um the tarot cards and when people get the death card it's like that scary feeling like and that's pretty much what the death card is it it it's like you're shaking the bottom so that you can shift mm -hmm. into something else because that identity is no longer serving you for who you want to be, who you want to become, who, who you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also like the devil card I was sharing you with you before we jumped on um, somebody's interpretation of the devil card and the, the, the uh, devil card and like the death card, people get afraid of them. Sometimes they have this build up fear around these cards. And part of this is what was shaped into our identity, like to fear death, to, to fear the devil. The devil is the bad guy. Well, the devil shows you the shadow so you can see the light. It's a gift that the devil gives us. Just like the... Um, you know, the sky goes dark so you can see all the beauty that's up there. You can see all the stars, all the planets, all, you know, the moon and all that thing. But the devil card, his interpretation was the greatest sin is restriction. What is holding you back? I bet it's you. I get it. Sometimes staying put is safer than success, but it's not. And that's what we feel like. We, us staying put are sometimes the limitations that we put on ourselves. It's sometimes the limitations that we put on our parents. Like this is good enough. 
Like this is you, this is all you can achieve because this is you and you are only this good enough, but you're not, you're not. And not all parents do it. And sometimes they subconsciously do it. You know, you succeed, you have, a, a, you know, you have maybe more financial abundance than maybe your parents did. So then you turn around and you hire a housekeeper to help you keep with your house because you don't want, want to do it. You want to spend that time with your children because you have that benefit. But then the, the, your parents are like, what are you throwing your money away for that for? And then you start throwing all these like programs in your head. Like, you know, it's in your DNA. Oh my God, I shouldn't do this. I should be taking care of us. It's my job as the wife to be able to do this. Or, you know, you know, I should be saving this money for my kids later on. Well, what are you doing? You're giving your kids the attention now. Like you're spending time. That is like precious moments that you will not get back, that you have the ability to do. But it's so programmed in our DNA within our parents and put into us. And we can shift that. We can change it. And we don't have to really re repeat these patterns. And when you do that for you, you do that for your kids. It's true. I, I resonate with that so much because my parents, um, when I started my business, I was making a lot more money. And then I was like, okay, well, I don't want to fucking clean this house all the time. I have a two-story house. My mom was away on vacation. It was just me, my kids, and I didn't want to have to clean it. So I would hire somebody to clean our house. And my dad, that was the first thing he would always say, why are you wasting your money on the house? I'm like, this is not wasting my money, guys. I would pay anybody to come do my laundry, to come clean my house, just so that I can have that time to go to the park. Because if I'm too busy cleaning, then I have to cook, then I have to do all the things, and then I don't have time to play. <laughs> yeah. And... And you, by doing that, like, cause you've done work to be able to do that. If that was three years ago, A, you probably would have not stepped up and done that. And B, if you did and your dad said that, you would have had something around that because you had not cleared that part of you. You had not activated another part of your DNA that says, I am worthy and I am deserving and I'm going to be here for my kids and do this with them and, and play with them. Yeah. And the thing about the identity too, it's like, we have to step into who we're being in order for things to change. And if you're being somebody who, you know, stays the same, that does repeated things, you're not making that shift. It, we often wait until we have something, until we have the opportunity to do something, to then make that shift within our identity. And it, it really doesn't work that way because you're just shifting the top layer of, of what's going on. You're not going down into the root, which is the identity part, which is the, what is holding everything together. Yeah. And, it, and it's being true to you, uh -huh. being in your truth. And, you know, we can be in this truth of who we are right here, right now. And tomorrow we may show up and we may be in a different truth of who we are at this moment because something from now and tomorrow allowed us to change 
and shift. Yeah. And it could be something that we healed within us. It could have been something that somebody said that said, we sat there and listened and said, huh, if I shift my perspective from here to here, what would that do? Mm-hmm. And maybe the person was here, but you're like, I don't want to be here, but maybe I want to be here because it's our choice to show up how we want to show up. Yeah. And it's our truth. Like you said, it's, it's what feels good to us. What makes us feel good. And I, when I talk about like, you know, when we talk about these changes and everything, it, it reminds me of the frozen too, because um, Olaf says, he's like, everything is always changing in the movie. Like he's like, everything's always changing. And that's true. Like we change and you have to accept the fact that you're going to change the way that you thought five years from now. It's not the way that you are now. The way that I was in high school is not how, who I am now. And that that's the thing. Like we change, but the only thing that doesn't change is the love, right? That's the only thing that doesn't change. It, it explodes even more like you have even more love you start to appreciate things even more you start to realize things even more but that's what makes you shift too that's what mm-hmm. makes you shift is the uh, like your heart evolving pretty much yeah and you want to bring in that more love it and you don't change and and look back and go oh my god i should have done this years ago oh my god like why didn't i think about you look back and you say to your younger self, thank you for showing me this. Thank you for giving me this gift so that I can evolve and change. Thank you for showing me the light in my darkness so I can grow and change. And be in that gratitude because that gratitude is going to ha- allow you to expand even more, raise your frequency, bring in that higher vibrational frequency, but in that higher state of being that higher state of love, that higher connection to love. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it also like being present too, because we can't change the past. The future is, there's so many directions to go in the future. It's like, we be present and like, be like in your heart space and stay like, allow yourself to shift i think if i could give somebody a tip about staying in the present and not looking at the future like seeing all those possibilities and like oh my god what do i do what was i do what what door should i walk in should i do this way should i go that way you know we get into this head of what should we do where should we go and it happens to all of us i i don't however enlightened you become and however you we still are human and we still have this human experience we still it's part we still have our brain we still sometimes get in our heads you know um we are perfectly imperfect but one of the tips i would say to you when you start doing that is take a deep breath get into your heart center and say Please show me the path of my highest good. And trust in that path and trust in the knowing that whatever path that you are going to take is the path that you is in your best interest for you to evolve and grow. 
it's not saying it's going to necessarily be the easiest pass. It's not saying you're not going to have challenges on, on the way, but you are going to receive all the information and knowledge that you need to help you get to the next step. And yeah. really what, what is life? That's what life is. Yeah. And we're often so, so in our head that we're like, okay, which one is this one right? Is this one wrong? And the truth is there is no right or wrong. I mean, it's like, it's also, okay. It's also really just like healing that, that identity of failure and you can't fail at life. You can't like, you can make choices and we can shift and we can learn from them and we can do all these things, but you can't fail. Mm -hmm. Cause failure is, is, um, is this thing a perspective on somebody? Failure is what you decide as failure. Like I had kids when I was 21 and I didn't graduate college. That could be a failure for somebody, but for me, it wasn't. You know, it's, it's all perspective. It's all what you interpret it to be. It's all what other people interpret it to be, but it's not our responsibility to care what anybody else thinks or what anybody else feels about that. If they feel like you failed, do you feel like you failed? That's the mm -hmm. most important. Yeah. And you think about like we, technology wouldn't be what it was if people stopped every time something didn't work out the way they thought it was going to work out. You know, we wouldn't evolve if we, if we did these things. And I, I had this conversation with my youngest nephew because he just developed a gluten allergy. So I made him cookies. And he's like, he ate them. He ate it. And I said, do you like it? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look and he didn't eat the whole thing. And I said, Brennan, I know you didn't like it because you didn't eat the whole cookie. He was like, no, I have a, I said, Brennan, it's okay. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I said, but if you don't, if you don't tell me that you don't like it, then we can't change it. We can't go back and figure out what we have to shift and change so that you can actually have a cookie that you like. So we keep trying until we find the one that you actually like. Mm -hmm. And you may discover something else along the way. Yeah. And that's what it, that is, that's such like an analogy for life. You know, yeah, it's a cookie, but that's really what life is. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that is your life. Like what if it was somebody who was, you know, working at a brewery and making their own beers. Like if it was somebody like that, that is their life. Like they, they're trying to create their life. And if they're adding too much yeast or too little or whatever they're adding to it, like the flavors, and maybe it didn't come out right. And then now they're not, they're like, oh, that, that made it taste weird. So let's not add that to the next. Yeah. And it's like when you're going through relationships, like if you, let's say you're, you're somebody that's single now and like you're looking at all your friends around you and you're like, oh my God, all my friends are, are married and they have kids and, they, and I don't. And then we tend to be like, oh, this should be this. And every experience that you have, every relationship you had is leading you to the next one. Mm -hmm. Is leading you to the next one. And if you stop trying, you, that's when you begin to miss out. When you give up on yourself, that's when you begin to miss out. Yeah. 
you have to be willing to be willing to take the chance to be happy, to make the change, yeah. to evolve, to grow. Yeah, there was this post actually that I read too about like the immigrant identity. And it's really like about how, you know, as growing up, um, failure wasn't even an option. Like you, your parents expected you to go to college. They expected you to do all of the things and failure wasn't an option. Like they didn't, they never warned you that you were going to fail at things or they never let you know that, you know, some things don't work out. And it was like this lesson, like, tell people to fail quicker. Tell people to, you know, it's okay to fail. Like, it doesn't mean anything about you. Mm -hmm. It just gives you lessons so that you can pick yourself up and make the formula even stronger. Make yourself even stronger. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's like a big thing, like, right now with a lot of younger kids, like, they don't understand what failure is because as a society, we've tried to like shield them from failures mm -hmm. because we have such an attachment to what failure is. Yeah. But what is failure? It's whatever you make it. Mm -hmm. To me, it's an opportunity to change. I've always, <laughs> I've always looked at things that way. Like, you know, something like it's, you know, when I was in the restaurant and somebody complained, I'm, I'm like, they're like, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I don't really want to send this food back, but it doesn't. I'm like, I appreciate that you let me know. I said, because this is an opportunity for us to do better. And that's how I've, I've kind of looked at things in my life. And I didn't realize how evolved that was until I started doing this. But it's true. Like, it's, it's an opportunity for you to make a change. It's an opportunity for you to grow. It's opportunity to find something that's better, um, whatever you consider that to be. Yeah. And we have that opportunity within us to do that. We are not our parents. We are not our siblings. We are ourselves. And we have that DNA attached to us but we can choose to activate what we want and what we don't want. Any, <laughs> any final thoughts for you on that? Um, no, it's, I just like connect it to everything. Like when I think of the identity, I think of yin and yang too, because you showed me the picture and that made me connect it even more. Like that was a picture that she showed me. And that's pretty much our identity and our stories are looped just like that they're looped like this infinity sign and the yin and yang sign. It's like they work together, but at the same time, in order to shift things, you have to look at the dark so that you can know what the light is. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have, yeah, there is that. There is no darkness without light and there is no light without the darkness. Yep. They work together and they help us to understand each other. You know, the, the, the light and dark helps you to understand. Mm -hmm. I was actually thinking about that the other day too. Like me and my husband, like 
we don't always see eye to eye. We see di things differently, but we never like really argue about it. We just look at each other and we're like, well, that's a different perspective. Like that, like it's just different. It's, and we don't see things exactly as we each see things, but it works. Our relationship works. Yeah. And we are in Libra season, which is about balance, you know, finding that balance. Um, but the thing about balance, it's never about being 50% and 50%. It's having that swing between each other. So like maybe it's 45 and 55 and then it starts to swing and then it's like 52, 48. And then you come back to 50, 50 and maybe swing the other way and go back and forth instead of these big swings where it's like, you know, 60, 40, well, maybe that's not such a big one for some people. Maybe it's 70, 30, you know? And it's like that, woo, we go this way, then we go that way. It's like those drastic, and really finding that balance is that finding that ebb and flow in that 50, 50. Yeah. And, and I love how you listen to the, my, my thing that I, I encourage people to do is, is listen from your heart. Because when you allow yourself to listen from your heart, you allow yourself to listen to other people. And, and you may not 100% agree with your husband, but you listen to him and you're like, okay, I can understand where he's coming from and maybe how, how can we bridge this, this part of us? Like, can we bridge something? Or can us just being in understanding of each other and where each other is is enough because sometimes that is yeah and it's interesting because if we if we go and look at our children too and we listen from our hearts it's it's a total different thing it's like you can understand where they're coming from they're only x amount years old and you're like older but you think you know all of these things but if you listen to their thoughts and what the, what is coming up for them what their emotions are what any anything that comes up for them if you allow yourself to just listen and listen from your heart then it like allows you to look at things in a different perspective and it's not like this noise up here and i wish right now today in this world that more of us would begin to listen from our hearts mm -hmm. begin to choose peace which is choosing love and listen from our hearts but that's why we are here to do what we do. Yeah. To help shed some love and light in this world. Yep. All right. Um, do you have anything to leave them with? Well, um, I think I I'm so, I, you know, we've been talking like Tuesdays and Thursdays and I'm like, okay, did I give a tip? Was that, yeah, Tuesday or was that, that was just today. Like, no, I did kind of give a small. Yeah, no, yeah. But yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. So my tip for everybody is always to go into your heart. Take that time, and really just like small practices throughout the day, connecting to that. Yeah, and um, for me, it's like really I want to say really like notice what your identity is and ask it if it's empowering you or if it's disempowering you 
And if it's disempowering, how can you change it? What can you do to shift and allow yourself to shift? Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Well, have a great day. Happy full moon. Find me on Instagram at Intuitive Heart Healer, Facebook, Valerie McLaughlin, Intuitive Heart Healer, and or the Intuitive Heart Healer group on Facebook. Um, if you would like to work with me, I have uh, so many different services and packages for all types of people on your journey, whatever it is it, for you. And you can go to intuitivehearthealer.com, look at all my services or book a call to see which one would be best for you. Yep. And I'm Cindy Hernandez. You can look me up at cinderellaspa.com and Cinderella Spa on Instagram. I have also different services too. Um, I prefer consultations before you book anything just because I want to get to know you and you can get to know me. So that's where I'm at. Have a great day. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to giving you a review next Tuesday.